Hey y'all, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, just joking. Yeah, it's been a while. Per usual, I'm in my car driving to work, and I have my co-host, the highway, making all the sounds that only you can find on a good Monday morning. Um, so yeah, finally, 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 the moment we have all been waiting for: law school application results. Okay, so I applied to six schools in total, which is so funny because when I think back a year or two ago when I really had decided, like, yo, this is what I'm going to do, I was like, oh, I'm only going to apply to Lewis and Clark Law School. And then (laughs) shortly after that, I was like, oh, no, I'm only going to apply to Seattle University School of Law and forget Lewis and Clark. So... Uh, flash forward to 2023, and I end up applying to, of course, my number one choice, Lewis and Clark Law School, um, Seattle University School of Law, Willamette College of Law. Um, is it Willamette University College of Law? Yeah. Uh, and then once the first um, the first of the year hit, I kind of got nervous because I wasn't hearing back by, from a lot of schools. And so I was like, oh, I need to apply for a few more. So then I decided to apply for uh, South Texas College of Law, Houston, uh, Mitchell Hamlin um, School of Law, and did I already say St. Mary's University School of Law? I can't remember. But yeah, so I applied for those six schools. Uh, the first school that I heard back from was Willamette, um, and it was a rejection. <laughs> and when I say it was a swift rejection, I applied on December 4th. Those people spent the block and said, no, ma'am, on December 8th. Mind you, my birthday is December 3rd. So I was just like, well, hot damn. Like, okay, so she's maybe she's not getting into law school. Okay, sure. Um, so that was the first rejection that I got. And that was, since that was the first response I got, that was pretty, like, damaging. You know, I I knew I didn't have the best GPA. Like I've told you guys before, my GPA is only 2.89. The L set that I got is 157. And so, which is not bad, but you know, it's not, clearly I'm not a brainiac, you know, <laughs> it's not like, dang, this girl got a 179, you know, it's, it's fair numbers. And um, those that really understand admission, the admission process and uh, rankings, the schools really want people that can help up their rankings yeah they take people that you know could possibly make it stay the same like maintain it but the thing is all schools want to go higher up in the ranks so somebody that has my stats does doesn't necessarily help it at all but that doesn't necessarily hurt it but it you know it's just in the middle so there's only so many people that schools necessarily want to take on that are just going to keep their stats in the middle versus like shooting up so i already knew I was one of those candidates, um, and so when I got that first rejection, I'm like, holy crap, holy, holy, slowly. So I got that rejection on December 8th, like I said, um, and then shortly after, maybe a few weeks after, I think the first week of January, I got waitlisted by Seattle University. And although this was better than a rejection, a wait list is kind of problematic in the sense that they tell you like, yeah, we may like you, you may got something, but 
other people probably got something over you. So we need to wait to see if they reject our offer before we kind of let you in. That's kind of what a wait list is. Um, so I, I was, I was feeling a little bit more encouraged, but still a little bit bummed that I just did not get the red carpet rolled out. And they're like, yes, Victoria, we'd love you to come to our school. But nevertheless, you know, I did send a letter of continued interest, continued to like pour into my connections there at the university. And at that point in time, I did still feel um, kind of encouraged. I met with one of my mentors and he kind of gave me the lay of the land of like, this is what this means. Don't give up. So I still kind of kept, you know, okay, I could do this. And then on January 12th, da, 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 I got my acceptance into my number one choice, Lewis and Clark Law School. So that is where the diva will be going to become a Juris Doctor, honey. So yeah, I got that. Um, I got that acceptance and I was, of course, super excited because overall that is my number one choice. Um, I was able to tell like my different connections and professors that I've connected with there that I was able to get accepted and finally report back to the different pre-law um, fellowships and uh, programs that I was in that I did get accepted because of course I did have to let them know that I got my rejection and my wait list, which of course is all a part of the process. But like I said, for, for an applicant like me, um, who was already kind of nervous about the stats, like it just meant so much more to be able to say like, Hey, like, I persevered, I believed in myself, I bet on myself, and it actually paid off because now I have this admission to tell you all about, and she will be going to law school in the fall of 2024, period, anywho, yay, so I'm so excited, um, yeah, it finally paid off, and so now it's really nice to be able to kind of um, let people know, and yeah, because by nature, I'm very gregarious. Um, I've met a lot of people. I have a lot of connections and like everybody knew that's like, okay, Victoria's next step. She wants to go to law school. She wants to be a labor and employment attorney. Like this is about her. Like this is something that we know. So a lot of people had kind of been waiting and following up and like wondering, like, is she going to get in? And so now that I can say, yes, I am going to get in. Yes, I am going to be a, a Juris doctor, honey. It's just a nice feeling. Um, but for the other ones that I applied to, I ended up withdrawing my application once I found out about my acceptance um, to Lewis and Clark from St. Mary's, uh, Mitchell Hamlin, and I'm forgetting something. Oh, and then South Texas College of Law. Before I could even withdraw, they they rejected me. So I was like, okay, well, anywho, anywho, I hope you good, South Texas, whatever. Um, so that took place. So yeah, I am just really excited for the next chapter. Um, and just so grateful that I was able to, like all my hard work paid off, like all of it paid off. And throughout all of this, I have like kind of connected with different people like on social media and stuff like that, that are, um, you know, struggling with the LSAT or struggling with, you know, writing their statements and stuff like that. And I remember being there and just so grateful, um, that I don't have to deal with that anymore, but also humble enough to like, just be you know, transparent with people that are still there and say, hey, like, I did that and I just got an acceptance. So just don't give up because if I can do it, like, you definitely can. And I think that's what's important with, like, the human experience and what we as humans are able to do for each other. Um, it's like when you do overcome hard situations or things that you never thought you could overcome, when you do so, 
it's your duty to really look back to people that are currently where you used to be to give them encouragement and let them know that it's not the end. And if they believe in themselves and bet on themselves and persevere, it'll work out. Um, so even now, I'm not an attorney yet, obviously, but I'm at the, the point where um, I'm at the starting line and I still can reach back to people that are still doing the LSAT and the application race and let them know that, hey, you can hit that finish line to get to this new starting line. And I think that's just what's really important. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just so happy. I just think back to like years ago, just thinking maybe I couldn't do it or, you know, buying into societal norms that people put on me that aren't even living my life or the dynamics that I have to balance within my life. And so I'm just blessed that I kept going and I'm just so excited, but with a um, overachiever, a type A personality, now I'm already next to, boom, what are the strategies where I can make sure I'm coming out at the top of my class, period. <laughs> So now that's kind of what I'm on. Um, and also, I know some people are just like, oh, before you go to law school, you should just take a break because you don't know what you don't know. And that's absolutely correct. But one thing that I'm always going to endorse myself and everyone to do is to network, is to definitely network. I'm not saying that I'm not a smart young woman. I'm not saying that my application statements were not the bomb. I'm not saying any of that, but what I can say is that's different from all the other colleges that I applied to. I made my presence known at Lewis and Clark Law School. People there definitely knew me by name. People there knew my intention. People there knew that I was serious. And I think that's what makes the difference, especially when you're like a splitter applicant like myself, because there are, there's a ton of applicants that are brilliant in person on paper. They're just brilliant. They got a 4.0. They have a 170 and not to say, you know, I'm not the bee's knees, but when it comes on paper, who would you pick a 2.89 and a 157 or a 4.0 and a 179? I mean, it's just. Simple math. <laughs> so me knowing that I always like, you know, pour into the connections and pour into reaching out to people and because there's a lot of people out there that do want to help. But at the same time, when people are in the position to help you, they're not necessarily going to chase you down to help you. So never, you know, feel shy or feel like you can't reach out because that honestly could be the deciding factor that might help you change your life. But anyways, um, I've reached out to professors, I've reached out to current students to really get the lay of the land and say, what is it that I can do to come out the gate and just kill it? Um, from my actual experience of working in uh, big law law firms, which, you know, that's kind of my realm of what I'm looking to go into is big law. And only because it's, you know, it's just what I have enjoyed, um, even as a legal assistant paralegal working in the big law realm and seeing kind of the layout of big law seeing the, uh, the, the footprint that Big Law has to then feed back into lower communities and communities and projects that you're passionate about, it just makes sense for me. But working in Big Law and seeing the recruiting practices, they generally are speaking are wanting students that are in the top of their class and that also are very good with legal writing. Um, so with me knowing that, I've already, you know, reached out to students, reached out to faculty, different things like that, that I can do to really get a good sense of what it's going to look like, what are the assignments, what are the expectations, how to become a very good legal writer. 
all those things beforehand because I don't have time to waste, you know? Not to say that uh, people that don't have kids or that are not older or in their 30s or 30 like I am don't have time to waste, but you have a little bit more time for exploration um, or just kind of trial and error. And granted, everybody has that. So I'm not saying that I don't have time for trial and error, but the fact that, you know, I am starting off a little bit later, you know, I do have children. I have people that I have to provide for. Like, I don't necessarily have as much flexibility to do something that I'm already going to have to take out loans to do to be like, huh, maybe I, you know, can get a good grades this term, but I bombed it this term. Like, no, I don't have that. <laughs> it has to be like excellence through and through. And if I could do the work on the front end to then have the excellence through and through on the back end, like I'm absolutely going to do that. And so this time now has been a time of like rejoicing and like, thank you, God, I'm finally got it. But also being like, okay, don't let up, don't let the gas up. Like in the same way that you were diligent and did all your research to get here, keep that same research to figure out now how you're going to be the top of your class right? Do the same research now to say, how are you going to make sure to continue to pour into connecting to those that can help get you where you need to be? And so that's really where I've been focusing on now. And just honestly, just really, oh, excuse my nose, really just so pleased with the fact that I went and I betted on myself. Um, I feel like society just doesn't always make you feel like as confident as you should be in knowing what you bring to the table, especially like being a woman, right? I feel like there's so many things that once you hit one box, you get excluded from others. And what I mean by that is like, okay, you're a woman, you're supposed to get married. Okay, I did that. You're supposed to have kids. Okay, I did that. But then it's like, okay, you have those things. Now you can't be a career woman. Now you can't be in the C-suite. Now you can't be a certain level of profession or even professional. And so achieving this goal really has proven to me that if I'm willing to bet on me, if I'm willing to always make sure I'm the decider of my fate, like I can have anything in this world that I put my mind to. And so that was just really just a moment that I was just able to be like, okay, it's true. It's true. And I know it's true because it's happening right now. And so, yes, I'm just so, so, so excited. Um, I don't really have much to say. I know this episode is probably all over the place because I was just so excited to finally, like, this journey has come to an end. Well, this this piece of it, of actually getting into law school. And so now knowing that I I made it, I made it. And not only that, it's just like I've been able to get to gain so many, like, wonderful friends in this industry during this process that are also, like, uh, going to law school as well and to find out that we got in together and we're going to be doing this journey together is just so exciting so yeah I am so excited I will definitely keep you all posted if there's anybody that is first generation non-traditional um, anything or just anyone whoever you are and you're worried about the application process you want to talk about state putting statements together you want to read my statements you want to figure out LSAT uh study strategies whatever the case may be always feel free to reach out to me you can reach me at my instagram which is at juris uh, v judy or my email victoria.miniweather at gmail.com 
um, whatever it is, I'm always here to help because I can recognize that so many before have helped me. And so I want to do the same. Alrighty, I hope you guys have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.